tonight. No new gods, yes, Black Widow, and we remember Beverly Cleary and Jessica Walters. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book edition. I am, of course, your host, Thomas Townley. And uh, <clears throat> if I sound congested, if you if you listen to the last episode, because I record these back to back, um, yeah, I'm 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 congested. It's allergies, but you know, again, listen to the last. Episode 120, the, here are my thoughts about that. Um, what I thought I'd do at the beginning of yours, of course, plead for everyone to go get their COVID vaccinations. They've, uh, opened the, they've opened that up for a lot of people to get them. I mean, even as young as I think 18, 16, someplace. Um, go get it. It's, it's worthwhile. You know, again, if enough of us get it, we don't have to wear the mask anymore. Uh, my wife got it. My mother-in-law has it. I mean, you know, people around me are getting it, and I think it's going to help. I think it's going to, you know, tamp this down a bit to where we can get it properly under control. Yeah. But that being said, uh, we do have some comic book news, and so let us get into that. There's some DC Comics news. And uh, we start the DC Comics news with uh, Ava DuVernay's New Gods and James Wan's Aquaman spinoff, The Trench. Uh, both movies will not, not be going forward at Warner Brothers, according to an exclusive to The Hollywood Reporter. Now, Warners and DC said in a statement, quote, As part of our DC slate, some legacy development titles, including New Gods and The Trench, will not be going forward. We thank our partners Ava DuVernay, Tom King, James Wan, and Pierre Safran for their time and collaboration during this process and look forward to our continued partnership with them on other DC stories. The project will remain in their skillful hands if they were to move forward in the, in the future. Unquote. Now, however, you know, that does, as it says, leave this, the door open to revisit those properties in the future. And the only reason they kind of swung the axe was to not leave these filmmakers in, you know, limbo. So, you know, on one hand, I kind of understand that. If, if you're, if you decided to, to go slower on, on production of new material, yeah, you want to tell these people, you know, go, go do those other projects. You know, when we need you back on this, we'll call you. So, yeah. I still want to see, um, you know, Mr. Miracle and Big, Big Bard. I think that should be the focus of any New Gods movie. <laughs> well, uh, on to DC films that are still going forward. Helen Mirren is joining the cast of Shazam! Fury of the Gods 
as a villain named Hespera. The character isn't an established DC Universe character, but is being described as the daughter of Atlas. So, uh, your guess is as good as mine. Meanwhile, over the Black Adam movie, former Remington Steele and James Bond actor Pierce Brosnan has been cast as classic DC hero Dr. Fate. Brosnan will play Kent Nelson, a.k.a. Dr. Fate, the son of an archaeologist who has been taught sorcery skills and given the magical helmet of fate. The character, created by Gardner Fox and Howard Sherman, is one of DC's oldest, having first appeared in 1940's More Fun Comics number 5. The casting of Dr. Fate completes the roll call for the Justice Society. Already cast are Aldous Hodge as, as Hawkman, Noah Centino as uh, Adam Smasher, Quintessa Sindel as Cyclone. The movie has a planned start in Atlanta in April, unless they decide to move it out of the state. Uh, go check, go check your news sources for that one. Now, also beefing up their cast is the Flash movie. First up, Ron Livingston, who you might know from the movie Office Space, will be playing the father of the Flash, Henry Allen, replacing Billy Crudup, who left due to scheduling conflicts with the Apple Apple TV Plus drama The Morning Show. Now, also joining the cast will be Ian Lowe, who will play young Barry Allen. And Dairy and Dairy and Dairy Girl, Dairy Girls star Cersei Shir, uh, Monica Jackson, and internet personality Rudy Mancuso, whose roles will be unknown. The Flash is due in theaters on November fourth of twenty twenty-two. The theme for the sixth and final season of Supergirl will be power according to showrunners Jessica Queller and Robert Rovner. Queller told Entertainment Weekly, quote, The theme that we ha- really decided on to focus on this year was about power and the abuse of power and the limits of power and from without and within. So including not just our bad guys, which is very easy, but in terms of our heroes making decisions because their power is almost limitless. How do they decide where the line is? Unquote. Now, Rovner added that they were inspired by the Black Lives Movement, saying, quote, People felt somewhat disempowered because of the circumstances that we're all living in with the pandemic. We were trying to reflect on that and kind of try to address what empowers people and what our heroes could do to help both set an example and kind of explore some of the issues that keep people from feeling, em- from feeling empowered, unquote. Now, Supergirl's final season is on right now. The Suicide Squad Peacemaker spinoff series has added Jessica Jones director Rosemary Rodriguez to the show. This show stars John Cena as Christopher Smith, the pacifist pacifist vigilante who will stop at nothing to promote his cause of peace. The series also stars Steve G as John Economos, Daniel Brooks as Leota Adebayo, Robert Brooke, Robert Patrick as Aggie Smith, Jennifer Holland as Amelia Harcourt, Chris Conrad as Vigilante, Christopher Heyerdahl as Captain Locke, uh, Chadwicka Iwiji as Clemson Mern, Lachlan Monroe as Larry Fitzgibbon, Annie Chang, Chang, Annie Chang as Sophie Song, Sophie Song, Sho, Sophie Song. English Faith Littlow as Kia, and Rizwan Manji as Jamal. The series is expected to debut on HBO Max this January. Now let's go on to the Marvel news. 
The final four, the final Fox X Men movie will finally fit streaming services this week. On Saturday the tenth, the movie will come out on HBO Max. Now, if you're wondering why HBO Max and not say Disney Plus or Hulu, which Disney owns, it's because Fox had a deal with HBO that let HBO get first crack at their releases. So most likely, it'll move to a Disney-owned service once that release when that release window has. Uh, is open. Marvel's Black Widow will have a dual release, both in theaters and on Disney Plus Premier Access, Premier Access level on July 9th. Also being released this way will be the 101 Dalmatians prequel Cruella, which will be released on May 28th. Disney will also be releasing the Pixar movie Luca exclusively to Disney Plus on June 18th, and moving around and also being moved around by Disney is Free Guy which uh, went from August 13th, 2021, from May 21st, 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which now goes from July 9th, 2021, to September 3rd, 2021. The King's Man, on which went from August 20th to December 22nd, 2021. Deep Water, which went from August 13th to January 14th, 2022. And Death on the Nile, which went from September 17th of this year to February 11th of next year. Now, Death on the Nile's release will be one to watch as it stars Army Hammer, who is currently battling sexual misconduct allegations and an LAPD rape investigation. Watch this space. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier series premiere was the most watched series premiere ever on Disney+, Plus, according to a press release from the streaming service. It joins WandaVision's first episode and the season 2 premiere of The Mandalorian in their top three. John Romita Jr. is rejoining the House of Ideas this July. Romita's art style is one of the most recognizable and respected in the comics industry. Now, During this time at Marvel, Romita worked on titles like Amazing Spider-Man, Uncanny X-Men, Iron Man, Daredevil, and many more. Romita will now bring his indelible talent to some of Marvel's most iconic series start, starting later this year. In a statement, Romita said, quote, I have been very fortunate more than a few times in my life, and now I can add this latest event to that list. I've returned to Marvel, the company that I started my career in, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I am literally, at this very moment, working on my next big Marvel project, and it's a blast. I am just as excited as I was when I first started, and I will do my best to let the work show that again. I hope fans will see that too." Unquote. Now, uh, Marvel has decided to give Diamond Distributors the old hee-ho. The company has chosen Penguin Random House to be their new direct market distributor starting this October. Diamond is now in sorry shape, having lost DC Comics last year and now Marvel. In a statement, Marvel said, quote, after thorough analysis of the market environment, Marvel has chosen R Penguin Random House pu Publisher Services as its distribu distribution partner to create a sustainable, productive supply chain and enhanced infrastructure for Marvel publications that will benefit comics retailers and fans alike for years to come. Penguin Random House is known for its state-of-the-art multi-ranging services that enable independent booksellers to increase efficiency and prob profitability." Unquote. So... What will happen to Diamond? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Hulu has been given an eight-episode order to Koala Man, 
an animated family comedy about a powerless superhero in an Australian suburb that's being created by and starring Aussie animator Michael Cusack. And execs produced by Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland and Detective Pikachu co-writers Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet. Emmy-winning actress Zendaya has joined the cast of Space Jam, a new legacy as the voice of Lola Bunny. Now, Lola was voiced by Kath Sushi in the original movie. The synopsis for the movie reads, quote, During a time, during a trip to the Warner Brothers studio, NBA star LeBron James and his son accidentally get trapped within a world that contains all of Warner Brothers' stories and characters under the control of a malfunctioning, all-powerful force named AIG, played by Don Cheadle. With the helps of Bugs Bunny, LeBron must navigate through a never-before-imagined world filled with iconic movie scenes and characters as they reassemble the Looney Tunes to rescue his lost son. Now, to get back home, LeBron and the Tunes have to unravel Algie's, AIG's mysterious plan and win an epic basketball game against digital gamified super versions of the NBA and WNBA's biggest stars as the entire world watches. The movie, which stars LeBron James, will arrive in theaters and HBO Max on July 16th. The cult classic Scott Pilgrim vs. the World will be getting a re-release at the end of April with a brand new Dolby Cinema Cut. The movie will be reimagined in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos and will be shown exclusively at Dolby Cinema locations. Now, the movie, based on the Brian Lee O'Malley graphic novels, will starred Michael Sarah as Scott Pilgrim, who must defeat the seven, seven evil exes of Ramona Flowers in order to win her heart. In a statement, filmmaker Edgar Wright said, quote, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was designed for the big screen and for the best sound systems. To be able to see it with the best specs is obviously any filmmaker's dream. You want people to see it as good at, as it could possibly be. I suspect that if you're a fan of the movie... You're going to get such a big kick out of seeing it like this, unquote. Comic-Con International has announced that an in-person mini-version of San Diego Comic-Con on November 26th to 28th, which in the U.S. is Thanksgiving weekend. The event has been dubbed Comic-Con Special Edition. Now, the normal con will, will be converted into a virtual event, and that will take place on July 23rd to the 25th, now, in a statement um, uh, announcing the event, the organization announced the quote, that quote, it is our hope that by fall, conditions will permit large public gatherings. Comic-Con Special Edition will be the first in-person convention produced by the organization since Comic-Con 2019, and the first since the onset of the global pandemic, COVID-19. The fall event will allow the organization to highlight all the great elements that make Comic-Con such a popular event each year, as well as generate much-needed revenue not only for the organization, but also for local businesses and the community." Unquote. Now, however, uh, this has not been met with overwhelming positive response, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Asterix and Oblix, who, if you remember the last comics book, comic edition, were getting their own Netflix series, are now getting their own video game. Asterix and Oblix slap, slap the all will be released on the Nintendo Switch, PC, PlayStation, and Xbox One, and is being developed by Mr. Nut Studio, and will be done in a hand-drawn style meant to evoke the comics by René Goscinny and Albert Uderzo. The, the game will be a 2D beat-em-up with local co-op. According to the game publisher's website, publisher players will be, quote, 
will, quote, take on the Legion Roman legionnaires, pirates, brigands, and even the dreaded Normans, unquote. The game is due out this fall. Poet and actor Craig Mums, Craig Mums Grant has passed away at the age of 52. Mums had roles in HBO's prison drama Oz and Netflix's Luke Cage. Craig Grant was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. He gained acclaim in the art scene as a poet called Mums de Shimer. Grant uh, and other prominent poets of the 1996 Norikian Poetry Slam team, Saul Williams, Bo Sia, and Jessica Kerr Moore, became stars of the screen thanks to the documentary Slam Nation, which documented their competition in the 1996 National Poetry Slam. Grant's poetry would make him a major guest star on HBO's Deaf Poetry Jam during its, mid- during its run in the mid-2000s. Poetry would be Grant's most distinguished characteristic during his acting career, often being utilized for the characters he played on screen. After the documentary, Grant became a breakout character in HBO's prison drama Oz, where he played an artistically gifted inmate named Poet, and a role that often showcased his raw spoken word poetry skills. Like so many in the cast of Oz, Grant went on to have bigger, a bigger TV career in the 2000s, to, to, to 2010, with appearances in Chappelle's show, The Sopranos, Boston Legal, Cold Case, Law & Order SVU, Luke Cage, and the TV adaptation of Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It. He also had minor film roles in films like Bringing Out the Dead, Side Effects, and Birdman. Children's author Beverly Cleary passed away. Beverly is known for such children's books as Henry Huggins, Beezus and Ramona, The Mouse and the Motorcycle, Ramona the Pest, Ralphus Mouse, and many, many more. Born Beverly Atlee Bunn on April 20th, 1916, she grew up to become a children's librarian where she empathized with her patrons who had difficulty finding characters they could identify with. So she started writing and in 1950 published her first book, Henry Huggins. Like many of her later works, Huggins was about an ordinary kid living an, extra- an ordinary life, but was also the first appearance of two of her most used characters, Beezus and her sister Ramona. Beverly would go on to write 30 books and two autobiographies. Now, in her career, she won the Laura Ingalls Wilder Award from the American Library Association and was nominated for the Hans Christian Andersen Award and was named Library of Congress Living Legend for her contributions to the cultural heritage of the United States. She received the National Medal of the Arts in 2003. Beverly Cleary passed away at the age of 104 in Carmel, California. And finally, actress Jessica Walters has passed away. Now, she's best known for roles on Arrested Development and Archer. Jessica had a career that spanned five decades. Jessica was born on January 31, 1941, and first acted in a play back in 1958. She would soon go on to television, film, as well as continuing to act in the theater. She had roles in such films as Play Misty for Me, PCU, and Slums of Beverly Hills, but it was TV where she really shined. She had guest roles on shows like Route 66, Ben Casey, Flipper, The Defenders, The Fugitive, The FBI, It Takes a Thief, Love American Style, Mission Impossible, Man- Mannix, Banachek, Barnaby Jones, Columbo, Hawaii Five-0, The New Adventures of Wonder Woman, Quincy M.D., the uh, uh, 10 whole episodes of Trapper John, MD, uh, Matt Houston, Three's Crowd, Murder, She Wrote, The Pirates of Darkwater, Babylon 5, Coach Law and Order, The Magic School Bus, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, NCIS, Justice League, Action, Harley Quinn, and many, many more. She's best known for her role as Lucille Bluth on the three, in, uh, three versions of Arrested Development, 
and the FB and the FX series Archer, where she played Archer's mom and spy chief Mallory Archer. She will be featured in the latest season, season twelve, as the voices are pre-recorded before the animation. Show creator and executive producer Adam Reed in a statement said, quote, The Archer family is heartbroken to lose Jessica Walter, our beloved colleague and friend. Jessica and a cons- was a consummate professional and actor's actor and the exact opposite of Mallory Archer, warm, caring, and kind, with an absolutely cracking sense of humor, and it was both a privilege and a true honor to work with her over these many years. She will be greatly missed, but never forgotten. Jessica Walter passed away in her sleep. She was... 80 years old. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute some money, uh, check out the show notes, visit our T Public store, and so much more. Please head over to the brand new MultiverseTonight.com. And if you're a subscriber or follower, Please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. And if you'd like, leave us with some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two weeks with a brand new comic book and sci-fi edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.